said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. And the Bible says that you ran well. Paul said you ran well. But who hindered you? Satan will bring people in your life to hinder you. We need some discernment in this hour. You need to discern why is this person coming in my life? Let me help you out. People come to your life for two reasons. To help you or to hurt you. So you need to discern and find out and you ain't got to be suspicious of everybody. If you got the Holy Ghost and you got discernment, God, uh, you, you, it'd be your bed to pick it up. You know, you know, why this person in my life? You, you, you try to get something from me? Uh, yeah, I ain't got that money to sneak over here. But you, we need some discernment. There's too many Christians that's naive. People come in your life for two reasons. We have to understand that Satan works through people. The Bible says, who by for not against flesh and blood. So, some people can't get to you. So, you know who the devil will use? The closest people to you. Your kids, your husband, your wife, your aunt, your prayer partner. See, the devil can't get to you to nobody else. So, he, he'll come through people that's close to you if you don't be careful. And I believe that Satan has changed his tactics on how he's operating now because he know that his time is short. So I believe God been showing me and dealing with me that there are some new demons that have been released out of here. And all you got to do is look at the activities and behaviors. I mean, it broke my heart to see that young man get killed the other day, 11 years old. It, it's senseless murders. That's because people are being used by the devil. When you are not saved, and you're not sold out to God, you're not committed to God, Satan is going to use you. He's going to use you. Romans chapter 14. So we got to find ourselves being accountable to church, to our leaders, to, to our family members, uh, loved ones, husband and wife. Y'all got to be accountable to each other. And the reason why I keep emphasizing the home life, because everything starts in the home. And we're going to read that even in Genesis, how Satan came against Adam and Eve, and he didn't come vicious, he came subtle. Amen. See, all, all Satan attacks is not malicious. Sometimes he just come real subtle. He, he's sneaky. Romans chapter 14, uh, verse 12, read. So then, every one of us, every last one, say every one of us. Every one of us. Nobody's exempt. Read, shall give account, shall give an account of himself uh -huh, to God. My sons this morning, are you accountable to God? Are you accountable to God? If you're not accountable to God, you're not going to be accountable to me. If you're not accountable to God, you're not going to be accountable to someone else. It starts with God. And I'm going to show you how this works because God will deal with you about something. A behavior, an attitude, you know, something that's in your life. He will deal with your body. When you don't take heed, then he'll send people to you. Yes. When you don't take heed then, he'll send circumstances. If you don't take heed then, then you'll be on CNN. 
So anytime everybody get become aware of what you're doing, it's because you ignore God, the people he sent to you, and the circumstances. So you are really in a dangerous place when God has exposed you like that. That means that something has happened to your conscience. Romans 14, it says, read that one more time. So then every one of us, every one of us, black, white, red, green, educated, uneducated, poor, black, everybody should be accountable to God. Every last one of us. Nobody else here. Read. Shall give an account uh -huh. of himself. Read to God. That means that we're going to have to stand up before God and give an account of our life. How we live before God. How we live on earth. That's scary to me. Because if you look at people, they live like they ain't going to give an account. Even if you don't get saved, even if you reject God and you choose to go to hell or whatever, God's going to hold you accountable for your life. That's scary to me, because some folk don't care. But you need to care. I was, I was looking at Facebook, and I thought this was interesting. A judge, and, and they said, it, you know, this guy was, the, the judge was racist, and it makes sense. But we sometimes we put ourselves in situations. This judge gave this young man 60 years for not having a driver's license. He had, you know, he had DWIs, but he didn't have driving license, so he wasn't supposed to be driving. But see, he was in charge, the judge. And he put himself in that position, and he gave him 60 years. Now, I don't know if they reversed it or not, but that's what Facebook was saying. But, and they said, you know, this judge was racist, and it's probably true. 60 years? Because I had no driving license. Now, that, that, that's on the surface. We don't know if he didn't kill somebody. We don't really know. But the point of the matter, we bring stuff on ourselves. It ain't always the devil. Sometimes it's just us want to do what we want to do. And I'm going to tell you something about God. God will work with you. God is not sitting in heaven with a hammer to off to get him. Now, God loves us. God is patient. He's long-suffering. He gives us all a space to get right. But when they run out, then judgment will come in your life. It don't, have, it don't even have to get to that. But some of us, we just, we're not taking it serious. We're not taking life sin serious. We're not taking not being committed to God serious enough. And, I, and I'm not talking about missing out on life. You can be committed to God and enjoy life. But we just enjoy life and not committed to God. We got to have a balance. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Are you accountable to God? Can I say this before we get into this? Because I, I was going to deal with this scripture. You, you remember Cain and Abel. One of them gave God what he wanted. The other one gave God what he wanted to have. And God had an issue with that. He said, if you do well, I'll accept you. So God rejected what that Cain gave him. And Cain got attitude. But how many know God had accepted everything? People give us stuff God that he not accepting. People, I'm sorry, but people give us stuff God that he not accepting. God don't accept everything from us. So if you look and see how Cain's life spiraled all the way down from that one incident of him giving God what he wanted to give God. And God called him, God called him on the road, called him in the question. He said, if you do well, then you ain't got to worry about nothing. But when you don't do right, you have to worry about something. I got to hold you accountable. Now, 
attitude, kill his brother, become a vagabond, and get an attitude to a God. All that led from one thing, not doing right. You don't think it's it? And I, I don't think preachers are emphasizing doing right enough. I mean, just look at, we need to be encouraged. I need to be encouraged. But we need to be challenged too. I think we need more to be challenged than we need to be discouraged because of our flesh. Because of our mentality. Because of what we're facing in the world. It's a whole bunch of stuff out here that you can get into. Amen. Our children are being invaded with pornography. So you have to monitor your child, what they watch on TV, what they're looking at on their phone. That's your responsibility. Accountability leads to responsibility. When you hold people accountable, it makes them responsible. When you don't hold somebody accountable, they are not responsible on their own. You ought to be happy somebody correcting you about something. Amen. Or they, they got enough guts and courage to say, you know, you know what, that ain't right. You have more people that won't speak up than you do people that will speak up. This is a demon in the church. It's a demon in your home. <laughs> How you gonna sit back and demon in your house and sit demon here? I knew I would get you a ticket. <laughs> Folk ain't right. Folk ain't right in your home. You don't see that? They children bad. You don't see your child? <laughs> Genesis chapter 2. I'm trying to understand how you bypass in your son. And you can see way across the street. And down the hall or through the alley. It's the devil right up on your door. Hold on, you sleeping with the devil. Yeah. You can't see that? Genesis chapter 2. Let's start at verse 15. I want you to see something, read. And the Lord God took the man. He took the man. And put him into the garden of Eden. God put Adam in place. God put Adam in his position. Y'all see this? Read. To dress it. To dress it. And to keep it. So God put Adam in the garden to manage the garden. Right? Why is that? Because Adam is the head. Me and you are the head or the managers of your home. Me and everything fall back on you. You are responsible for making sure that stuff stay in order. Men, if you're not a responsible man, you're not going to manage your home. So it's time for us as men to step up. You have, being a husband and a father is a responsibility. We don't just make kids and just marry someone. We just get married. When you get married, you take on a responsibility. When you produce a child, you take on what? And that child needs to be fed taking care of, nurtured, guided, and educated. That's a lot of work. Amen. You don't just put them out there, you go, go, on, go on your own, just do your own thing. No, you need to be responsible for guiding your children, for covering your children, for speaking into your children's life, for educating them. That's, that's work right there. Amen. Then, all the way on the other side, you got your life. Amen. So you got these children that needs your attention, and you got this woman over here needs your attention. You ain't doing that now. Read. 
And the Lord God commanded the man. And the Lord God instructed the man. Read. Saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. God gave him some, some specific instructions. So you know what God is doing? Setting order in the home. Adam, listen. All these gardens out here, you, all these trees, I'm sorry, you can touch these trees, but there's one tree, don't touch it. Say neighbor. neighbor. You have to have order. In your home. Say neighbor. neighbor. You have to have structure. In your home. In other words, you have to have standards. Everybody should have standards. In your home, you 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 have a business, your own business, it should be a standard there. You, this, you, you can't do this, you can't do that. In the church, watch this. Even in your personal life, you should have standards. God need to help you out in case you don't know. Okay, man, if you marry, I don't go out to lunch with women. I don't talk to women about intimate stuff I should be talking to my wife about. I don't need your number. Don't keep asking me, do you look good? Say standard. Women, don't let some man keep telling you you look good. Every day, he, you, okay, you know they told me earlier this week. She took 
and did what she did, then she gave it to him, and he did. And all hell broke out. So let's go drop down to verse 9, read. Uh, Genesis 3 and 9, uh, verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and Eve was hiding. When you are in sin and you don't want to change, you hide. When you don't want to come clean and do right by God, then you hide. That's why people stay out of church. You know why? I don't want to be accountable. I don't want nobody to challenge me today. I don't want people to get in my business. That's what church should be doing, get in your business. I'm not talking about your personal business. I'm talking about your spiritual business. Don't come to me asking me what color car should you buy. This is having a red car, I'm going to look at you like someone wants you. That's two persons. That's, that's, that's a decision. I'm talking about spiritual stuff. Read. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. They hid themselves. From the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So they was hiding because they had sin. They got out of place. They got out of will. You know why? Because they was not accountable. Read. And the Lord God called unto Adam. Notice, he said, Adam. He called ahead. Read. And said unto him, Read. Where art thou? Where are you at, Adam? And God is still asking men today, Where are you at? Yeah. When are you going to show up in the house? We ain't gonna show up in church. Yeah. Now we got some good men. We got some men that love God, that's committed, that's having their business. On the other hand, we got some missing action. Totally. Yeah. Don't say that at home, quiet at home, quiet at church, but you talk on your job. Listen, all this stuff going on in your house and you ain't saying nothing, and your wife keep hollering, your wife keep putting out fires, your wife keep intervening, you just sit back chilling. You know what? And then another thing, the flip side, is when we do deal with something, we hop. Act the fool, climb. Shout all the way across the room. So what happened? Adam and Eve sinned. Read. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. And I was afraid. I was afraid. Because I was naked. I was naked. And I hid myself. I no longer was being covered. I lost my covering. I'm hiding now. Because I'm out of the will of God. Yeah. When you out of the will of God, you hide. Yeah. You know how you hide? You go to churches that don't hold you accountable. Yeah. You connect with pastors that ain't going to challenge you. Yeah. You are hiding. You're still going to church. But you hide because they never talk about what you're doing. Watch it. I don't have to know you personally. I don't have to know your business. But if the Holy Ghost is in me, he's going to deal with what you're doing. But he know my business, not the Holy Ghost one. I'm just a mouthpiece. Why do you get mad at the mailman because he dropped our bills at your house? <laughs> Read. And the man said, The woman 
Oh, that day tore out poor Adam. Poor Adam. Blame it on your wife. Read. The woman whom thou gavest to me, to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Oh, poor Adam. Read. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? Now, he, he, he's called holding him accountable. He's called him on the carpet. Read. And the woman said, the serpent, everybody, when you start blaming people for your behavior, don't you just lie. And y'all heard me say that excuses are scared for a lot. When somebody keep making excuses about something, they lie about something. Read, the serpent beguiled me. And the devil sitting on the curtain, why they keep blaming on me? Watch this. The devil can make you do nothing. He didn't make you smoke that weed. He didn't make you sleep with that person. He didn't make you lie. The only thing that Satan can do is tempt you. He cannot twist your arm and make you do nothing. You, now, we all get tempted. But being tempted don't mean you have to sin. It's not a sin to be tempted. So Adam and Eve was tempted. All they had to do was say no. What we don't understand that Satan knows is more to what he's trying to get you into than what you want to miss the eye. When the devil comes to you, he's not showing you the big picture. He only showing you right now. He's not showing you how he's trying to mess your life up. He's not showing you that. He just wants you to see this temporary thing that you want. But long range, he's trying to destroy you. Why? Most of us saying here, most of our problems is stuff we did years ago. Amen. Very, you can't find too many people that's in here right now just look straight ahead. <laughs> that they problems come from right now. Most of the issues we got some stuff we did 15, 20, 30 years ago. You still paying for some of the decisions you made. Amen. This is my problem. Y'all ready? You would think you have learned from all that. Some of us still ain't learning. If you've been hurt by 50 men, the 51 men ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> men, if 300 women didn't get over on you, y'all still saying, you would think the light has come on, and you'd be like, nah, I've I, I seen that before. I know the end of that story. and discouraged because we keep bringing stuff on ourselves. Y'all know what I'm saying? When your life don't come on. I've been married six times, I'm finna slap. But now we still up. We like it, I mess up now. And it's always the six women we marry, they fall. We never take responsibility. Them six different women. Y'all, we got to be accountable to God. And you cannot be accountable to God if you don't fear God. 
When you have a healthy fear of God, no one has to babysit you. If you have to be watched, you don't fear God. Acts chapter 5, verse 1. You know, I got to follow y'all home. Ain't going to do that one either.
Dr. Anthony L. Trites is determined to take the gospel around the world to a people that are hurting mentally, physically, and financially. Your prosperity is in your seat. God has shown him how to be prosperous, successful, and with integrity. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19, money answered all things. We would like you to partner with us. Help us spread the word of God. Sign up as a monthly partner today and take advantage of this special offer. For a love token of $30 plus shipping and handling, you will receive this prosperity package, which includes your prosperity is in your seed, a powerful teaching CD, and prosperity oil. All partners will receive a monthly CD, newsletter, and much, much more. For more information, call 314-659-8522 or visit us online at www.anthonytrice.org. You can write to us at 7200 West Forsyth, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. And we thank you for your support. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning into our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough. And I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, Please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.